When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Monet, exchange. Hello. Um, Hello. You know, How are you? I, you know, today's an odd day. I, um, it is. Well, it, I'm in I'm in New York City right now. I'm in a hotel in New York City, and you're in Chicago. I am in Chi Town. Yes. And that's like dampen the mood for everyone. But today is the day that they overturned Roe v. Wade. So it's been kind of a mm. weird uh, day in general, and. I think that we need to. I want to obviously talk about it at some point. I'm gonna we're gonna do this episode of Watcher right now, but it's just been kind of an interesting day. How about you? Yeah, agreed. We had an hour shopping this morning when I saw the news this morning at like seven o'clock, and I was like, oh god! And then I saw um, fucking Clarence Thomas and his fucking um, wife Jenny. There's this new draft that apparently leaked that they're gonna try to overturn uh, uh, same-sex marriage. Well, not they're gonna have a, a look at the same way they had to look at Roe v. Wade, um, same-sex marriage, um, your right to three three things: same-sex marriage. Um, what is it? People living with um, your right for for people to live together. Some like oh, some crazy shit, girl. Just like, would, I mean, you know. it was basically saying like he was gonna look, try to look at same-sex marriages, not only just uh, but also just relationships in general and privacy in the bedroom. Privacy which in the is, bedroom. That's what it was. Which is does that is the weird that doesn't even make sense to me. Like what? It's this crazy. is wild. But it is a very weird rolling back of laws, and I do believe that it is a chain reaction, and, and that you know one rollback begets another. You know. Yeah, it's really glum. It's really dark. But we can maybe we can do a. I would love to do a rivalry. Um, the one about women's rights. Bunny and I had this woman. Um, uh, 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 she is she's very knowledgeable on the subject. We had on Ebony and Irony. I'd love to have her on this podcast. Actually, to talk to her, she was really great. Um, so maybe we can do the one about Reprodu- reproductive rights. We haven't done a, you know, not to say the other things we we discussed aren't serious. We have, we definitely have not done, you know, uh, a heavy topic in a long time. I would say so. I think, and I would love to talk about it and have, you know, a conversation. I think our listeners really get into our thoughts and opinions about it, and it'll be great to discuss. But anyway, that's been what I've been doing all day, and I just had like a really wild weekend and a great show, and then I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, not this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really feels like it's hard to celebrate the victories because they are quickly followed up by some bullshit. Word, word. You know? And I mean, I just say that that's really been full of bullshit with season eight of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race because I have. I forgot. This was the see, episode five was the wild episode. That's when y'all started getting. This when y'all started getting crazy, girl. What? What's the bullshit? I mean, the uh, a lot of microaggressive talk, a lot of drama. I was like, oh my, I forgot. This was season eight. Got really messy. There was some microaggressions, which I was rewatching back, being like, oh my god, this shit. 
was wild. I forgot this. All this. I, I really forgot this. This whole episode started out with me and Derek fighting. What well, was it? Was it was okay? It was a little bit of everyone coming at Derek and Derek defending himself a little bit because at the top of the episode, Naomi literally goes, "I was shocked you weren't in the bottom. I was shocked that you weren't." And I was like, "Oh my god, that is not nice to hear when you are safe." Someone like, "Bitch, I'm shocked I, I was still shocked here." That it was. I think she said I, it was. I was shocked that it was that was Nisha and not you, or shocked that it was Chichi and not you, or someone that she one of the two. She was shocked that it was them mm-hmm. and not Derek Barry. And of course, Derek got uh, a tad bit defensive, shall I we say? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I jokingly said um, when she was like, "You, I can you go see, you poked the bear. You were Aquarius the vixen. Derek Barry the vixen. You Aquarius. You poked the bear. You poked it, Bob." So I so said, you can impersonate Debbie Harry. And I, and I jokingly said, well, they're on drugs. I want a drug test, is what I said. <laughs> and then... No, no. Don't mumble through. What did you say, Bob? What, I just said, I, I didn't mumble. I said, I said it exactly how I said it there. I said, which is when you, you ever say that side of your mouth as a bit, you're like, I can get on drugs. I want to say, I want a drug test. And then Derek Barry was like, well, you didn't get that compliment. And I was like, <laughs> or you didn't get told that your, you didn't get told that your performance was phenomenal. Something like that. And... And then I was like, all right, Derek, I think you just kind of missed the point. Never mind. And then she was like, there is no point. It's always just Bob talking. <laughs> and I was like, and the reason why I said it, I was like, well, I feel like a lot of times Derek would like say these like little, uh, little um, side comments. And but like, is it just shade, oh, like normal queen shade? Yeah, it's just shade. And I was like, Derek does it all the time. So Derek's into it. She does it. She must be into it. So I'm going to do it with her. But she was not featuring it. She was not into it at the time. Maybe it was because all the girls were coming to her once, and she felt like she was getting. She felt very attacked. Um, uh-huh. And then she. And then I was like, and I, that's when I was like, you know what? I bet a dollar you're gonna say some shady shit. You're gonna make a side shady comment like you always do all the time. And when you do, I'm just gonna point it out. And then like clockwork. I mean. Oh, wait, 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 no, wait, never you missed something. The, the, the ratchet drag comment first. She was like, uh, she was like, well, maybe if I want to do. No, 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 you, I, no, you, no, 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 you're, you're jumping because that was the shady comment. So it all just kind of like um, died down. I said, I said, watch, you're going to say some shady shit. And, and, and then when you, and when you did, because at first I was like, is anyone else here acknowledge that Derek always like, says these little shady comments? Am I lonely? And island? Then, I really live in Staten Island right now. Am I, or am I, I, yeah. <laughs> or am I in Manhattan right now? <laughs> <laughs> am I standing out or am I in Manhattan right now? <laughs> well, that really tickles you. <laughs> because for people who, I guess everyone that's universal and everyone knows it's Staten Island. But I was like, for people who may not be from New York, they'd be like, where is Staten Island? But I think everyone probably knows that. It's fair to say. Yeah, well, basically the idea is like, when you're in Staten Island, but you're out there by yourself. And when you're in Manhattan, you're surrounded by people. And then everyone's like, no, Bob, you're right. Or at least one person, I think it was Betty, was like, yeah, Bob, you're right. She does do that. And I was like, like she'll do it again watch. Because Betty was like, ooh, someone else is fighting, not me. Betty was eating. Every time the camera pans to Betty, she was like. <laughs> well, but I also think that other people were like, no, Betty does do that. When people are like, no, no, that is a real thing. That is a very real thing. Derek mm. does. Derek does do that. So then um, we were all undressing. And I was in my black, this black one-shoulder leotard that I made years ago. I don't even know where that thing is. And then that's when Derek says. Hey Bob, if I want to do ratchet drag next week, uh, give me some tips. You know, could you could you give me some tips? And I was like, didn't I say? Didn't I just say that Derek was gonna make a shitty comment? She goes, yeah, and I did. And then that's when then I that's when I hit her with the, what if you want to do memorable drag next week? I can give you some tips. And then they just came on. And then it started spiraling, spiraling. And then she goes, 
And then Bob got very aggressive. Bob said, goes, oh, I just have to not wear hair. Oh, I have to just not wear hair. And well, the judge said that I'm beautiful if I just don't wear hair, too. And I was like, oh, she is really trying to be cute right now. She's trying to be cute, cute. And, about, and it's, it's, then something about hurt feelings, then Bob goes, if I want to hurt your feelings, you'd be, you be crying right now, bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so out of character. <laughs> actually, this is the Bob I know. This is the real Bob, actually. That's the real Bob that we all know. First of all, I've never hidden myself. Unlike you, I, the way the, the Bob on t- Drag Race is the Bob in real life. Honey, that that, that 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 picture I posted on your birthday when you literally were about to physically strike me on the podcast. There's documented proof yeah. of you being of your of your abusive and aggressive behavior with me on the podcast. I want to point out that I have the difference is me and you. I've never pretended like I was some little frail, scared bitch. You tried to come for me on my. You tried to you tried to scare me, and bitch, you got scared. I tried to scare you. Yes, you did. You faked a thing. You you, you must have forgot the clip. Jacob wow, texted you. Had roaches in your house. House. That was that was that was a roach. There in your was house. no roaches. You clearly forgot. You clearly forgot. Jacob texts you. Try to act, act like this. Act like you see something on the ground, and then so you, you then you acted. Yeah, but bitch, Jacob don't control your mind, bitch. You acted. And I reacted. You tried to get cute, and I got cuter. Um, and then, then there it goes. I will never. This is this is my. I will never cry over you or anyone ever. Else. No, it was. I will never cry over you ever. Is what it is. <laughs> And you know, to be fair, Derek was a person of his word. Derek has never cried over you or anyone. That's not true. Derek cried on the way out of the door. Derek cried on, on her last episode. But it wasn't over you. He said, I was you, don't, you, don't, you, you don't know why Derek was crying. You have no clue why Derek was crying. I, Derek and I, we, we conversed before this podcast and they confirmed. I'm sure. I'm not interested in mitigating every comment I make on this podcast with all these people, but I, I do not have a bad relationship with Derek Bear. We just had a whole episode of The Pit Stop where we were in great spirits and me and Derek are not like fighting. So, I mean, the whole, this show is about recapping things. I, I mean, I guess that after everything I say to everyone, I have to keep repeating, I have a great relationship with Betty. I have a great relationship with George. I have a great relationship with, with Derek Berry. Um, but I do I have a great relationship with all these people now. We'll see. Um, but that was probably the spiciest moment of the season. I mean, you well, clearly, no, okay, later on. It's, it's been a while because you, you, you must have not watched it for a while because Derek and Naomi go at it really hard yeah, later on. Yeah, like, really the, hard. During the, during the paper <sighs> ball, right? Or something like that? I can't remember which episode it was. I think it might have been the paper ball, but yeah, they went. Well, it had to be at least an episode because episode, Derek went home that episode. Yeah, so it was episode. wild. It was a It was wild, wild. Yeah. Yeah. So then y'all all go home, get a good night, good night's rest. And then y'all come back into the workroom the next day, and um, you're, and then you, you, you're talking about how you're a morning person. You, I, I feel like when, I feel like my experience drag race kind of, but I've, I've, I've always been a morning person. But when you have to wake up that early and be alert, like you cannot choose to be groggy and fucked up. Like you have to choose to like be a real person, or else you're just gonna be fucking miserable. I don't think people choose to be groggy and fucked up. <laughs> I don't think they're actively choosing the lifestyle of grog and fucked up. I think some people just have a hard time waking up in the morning. And, and I don't, I, I've never had a, I, even before drug, I, I never had a hard time waking up when I wake up, but I would just wake up later in the day because I would get home at 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. So I, I never, I never had a hard time waking up. And I think we've proved on this podcast that you're the baby in the morning. 
<laughs> no. You're the one. Bob, okay, you, no. Okay, sure. That one in Aspen. Bob, I have known you for going on 10 years now. Many times okay, I would walk into your apartment mm-hmm. in the morning and wake you up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And they're, all your friends have confirmed this. Even your boyfriend. This is not is true. Working. Not all of my friends have confirmed this. Your boyfriend. Who are the friends confirming this? Mateo. Patty has. Even your boyfriend. No, his never not once. Has confirmed that when you wake up that you are a toddler, Bob. Well, Monet, let's put it this way. I have video footage of you. Proof. You too. Ocular proof, as you say. Ocular proof of you waking up being like, I'm very, I'm actually Nigga a very ditto. good morning person. Nigga did it. Also, I was on vacation. I was on an acid with my man, and we was fucking until the wee hours of the morning. So I didn't get as much sleep as you. What, what, what do you think? I was on vacation. Blown out. Well, was I was I not in Aspen? Where was I? Somewhere else? What did I fly in that morning? Did I fly I in, getting, land there? I don't know if you was getting your back blown out until an hour before the podcast. I don't know what you was doing, but that's what I was up to. Okay, but you, that, you <laughs> all I know is his camera on it goes. <laughs> all I know for sure is that we have we have uh, to quote Monet ocular proof that you're not little Miss uh, little Miss Sunshine in the morning like like you claim to be. <laughs> okay, little Miss. I never said. I never said I was this nigga go trying to focus his camera. <laughs> I wasn't focusing. I was moving my camera down. I wasn't I focusing. Think, I was sliding. Around. Is you trying to go? I was not focusing. I was sliding my camera down. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I just love watching you t- toggle with technology. It's very cute. I literally am just sliding my camera from one side of my computer to the next. I don't know what is so funny about me going from here to here. Why is that so funny? <laughs> I'm literally just sliding a camera. I mean, if, if, if you're this is McLab, I can't wait to get you to the next show. I literally just slid a camera down. You are c- cackling. Bob, are you, can you believe that Colleen, but let me say something, Colleen Exchange made her Drag Race debut before any of y'all bitches will ever be on this show. Colleen had her own segment. <laughs> Who are you talking to right now? Who are you talking to? <laughs> are you talking to the to our to our listeners? Are you no. being just aggressively rude? Then who who are who are you bitches? Then I'm talking to your friend that's in the in the hotel room with you right now. You know who I'm talking about? Okay, first of all, me and Jacob were in two different hotel rooms. First of all, I'm in this room by myself. Let's make that clear. Wait, he went to another hotel room. Jacob is Jacob has his own hotel room. Oh. <laughs> Jacob, put your fucking camera off, bitch. <laughs> so, so y'all heard money talking about money say before any of you raggedy bitches of your drag was wild money. This ain't talking to your listeners. This talking to our listeners. Oh, holy shit! Oh my God, really quick, I did, I did, um, I did my show at, at, at um, I love doing going to doing like the stand up venues and and the patrons come. The patrons be repping hard at the show. The patrons be yeah, out do. here. I fucking love. It. I, I met I met Chisum, and you know you know some certain things stick out to you. And meeting Chisum, I fucking she was great. She had a great question. I did I did this thing at the end when I did a little a little like five minute question answer because we were really going off and she was like two questions have you ever caught Andy saying the word nigga and <laughs> what did you so do? answer the question and I said I wish a nigga would if Andy short fixed his lips to say the n-word when I tell you it's about to be baby boy we, 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 we're having a physical altercation well, you better gag because I have some video. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> anyway, back to season eight. Get, get ready to fight. Get ready to fight your little your little boyfriend. <laughs> Y'all gonna rumble in the in the fucking sobriety bus. Catch that nigga at the wheel. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie, trying to try to come at you a little bit. She's like, she's like, Bob, Bob, you're you're a, you're a, you're a, you're all day type of person. Whatever she said. 
Yeah, she's like, you're a morning, noon, and night kind of person. I was like, yeah, I'm excited to be on my on, on Drag Race. This is y'all fucking sad, bitter clowns are <laughs> sad to be here, bitch. God, let that be you, bitch. I'm not sad to be here. I'm happy. I hate when fucking like, sad ass people want you to be sad with them. Bitch, get your little sad ass on. You, you are choosing violence on today. Me, but you just call all our listeners broke bitches who will never be on Drag Race. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. So they real real announces what when Rue did that that little that little uh, trickery that he, y- y'all were gonna be going down Hollywood Boulevard and doing uh uh, uh getting ca- carcasses. Did you think that it was like gonna be some real crazy challenge or did you? Yeah, did we did. No, we really thought it was gonna be it. We were like, oh wow, that's kind of weird. But some of us were actually like, we're kind of into it. That'd be really exciting. Work, but alas, it was not. It was the snatch game. Twas Snatch Game. We have RuPaul's announced it is going to be the Snatch Game, which is roughly the halfway point for most seasons, unless you're an All Star Seven, and then it's the second episode. But um, you know, it's the halfway point for most seasons, and it was a very, very um exciting announcement. And of course, I really love Snatch Game, and I love an opportunity to like act and improv and and cut up, you know. But you said you have a but okay. What is this special connection you have with Kara Channing? What 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 is this connection that you have with her? You like you like I I have this character, I have this one, but I really have a special connection with Kara Channing. What is this what is this connection? I never heard of it. 
Well, I really like Carol Channing. I like Carol Channing since I was very young. I remember being um, watching the Tony Awards when I was in like maybe tenth grade or something, and Carol Channing came on and did a. Uh, she presented an award with LL Cool J, um, mm-hmm. and I remember being like, "Oh my God, who is this? Who is this lady?" Like, I that's when I first saw her. She had her glasses on. I remember asking my mom, I was like, who is that? My mom was like, oh, that's Carol Channing. And then I went to school the next day and I asked my theater teacher, like, can you tell me about Carol Channing? This is before Wikipedia. This is before you can, like, look things up on the internet. Cheryl Channing. That easily. Mm-hmm. I was like, can you please tell me about, about, um, Cher- about Carol Channing? And, um, and then I started looking up, looking up her movies and her um, Broadway stuff and her cabaret stuff. And I just love her. She's so wonderful. What you know, is you know how you, like, 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 do you think she's she's very she's very talented? Yeah, I think she's really funny. I think she's really talented. Yeah, she's kind of like the way you connect Rihanna. No, Carol Channing is not alive. Carol Channing passed away. Um, a sh- at like they like ninety seven, I think. Oh, wow, a few a few years after my season, she passed away. Damn. Oh, did she? Oh, cause she did a video at your finale, right? For you? Yes, she did. Yes, she right. did. And I also wrote a little op ed for I think Billboard about Carol Channing when she passed away. Work. And um, everyone's going around saying the characters, and Naomi, Naomi, Naomi's like she she wants to do Whoopi, but you bust out your Whoopi. No, in full of what you wasn't going to do Whoopi. You were you were trying to intimidate Naomi Smalls not to do Whoopi, Bob. And I see what you're doing. That's not true. First of all, I I assure you, I was not worried about Naomi Smalls for Snatch Game. I assure you that oh, I wasn't like, oh God, God if, if but if. If Naomi does Whoopi, I won't be able to. I I promise you that was not. You think I you think I brought a Whoopi Goldberg costume to Drag Race with the intention of possibly maybe down the line intimidating a person who I had not didn't even know at the time when I packed it. Is that is that is that, your, is that what you think? Okay, so 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 tell me the order. Make it make oh, sense. No, no, make your make no, your no, no, little theory okay, make sense. I'm, I'm, I'm about to find a whole new thing. So what is the order of who you're gonna do? Like who was like your who you were like one two three rank rank your characters. Was Whoopi number I one didn't or have two? Them, I didn't have them in a ranking. I didn't go in with a ranking. I, I had three characters that I worked on, and I took them all inside. So I want to hear this. So do you think I made a Whoopi Goldberg costume in the room? Do you think I, I brought it as an intimidation tactic? I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in your theories. I think, okay, first of all, you you had like 18 afros. Like, you just carry afros. And so the afro was, was going to be there regardless. The, 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 the little nun habit, that was not even your costume. That was that was um, Robbie Turner's costume. And Robbie confirmed that back when the season was airing, that that was Robbie Turner's uh, uh, habit costume. Bitch, you're lying more than Robbie Turner is right now. You are lying more than yo good Judy, Robbie Turner. Alexa, call Robbie Turner. Yeah, into your switch, I'm sure. Um, you and I, so that 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 habit was actually given to me by a drag queen named Sister Mary Sister Helen, Mary. who yeah. gave me that uh, that habit uh, years ago when I wanted to do Whoopi for Halloween. Me and my friend Frosty went out as uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Amy Lennox. So <laughs> they do things together. Why those two? No, because because Frosty kind of looked like Amy Lennox. I kind of like Whoopi Goldberg, so we just went out as those two people. Um, but it was I was really uh, but I but I I bought three options I thought I, I think everyone who goes to Snatch Game should bring three options that is that is my in my opinion and I think that my um, I didn't I chose not to do Whoopi because I don't I don't do a great Whoopi Goldberg impersonation vocally speaking mm-hmm. got it yeah um, everyone's going around and I I mean again it was different times right this is 2015 when y'all taped this 2015, wait before 16? you get to Derek Barry because I don't know about get to Derek Barry I was so shocked when I watched this episode back when Dorji was talking shit about me on camera bitch the way I was blown away watching it from home 
I had no clue. I'm telling you, every time they sat me down in interviews, I was like, Thorgy's my best friend here. I love Thorgy. She's so fun. We, She's my oldest drag friend. We're like sisters, sisters. And then Thorgy's like, Bob's excelling and it's pissing me off. I, Bob, shut up. Oh, I hate Bob. She did not say she hates all, Bob. She did not say she hates Bob. Not this episode. She did say it, though. She says that she hates you. At some point, she probably was like, ugh, I hate Bob. Ugh, Bob, shut up. Ugh, Bob, Bob's success is pissing me off. And I never knew Thorgy was saying any of it. This was all news to me, watching the show. Well, Bob, you shouldn't have pissed Thorgy off. There it is. By doing well, I was pissing her off. Or I, by excelling, I was pissing Thorgy off. Um, <laughs> the characters. And I know Tino Shea, Derek's... Okay, first of all, Laura Bill Bundy, that's the white bitch that did um, Legally Blonde, right? The Broadway bitch? Yeah, she's from Hairspray and Legally Blonde are her two big things. She's 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 Elle Woods from the original Broadway cast Legally Blonde. And when was she doing this black character? Like what like this So she- Laura Bill Bundy had a website where she had all this like it's like this like town where she had all these characters in the town. And the most popular one was a character named Show Cantel Brown. You cause you used is- to have it in a mix, right? Yeah, my name is Show Cantel Brown, and I show Cantel that you need to come down to I Believe and blah, blah, blah. It was this, like, this uh, character that she had. She didn't do it. It wasn't in blackface, but it was black code. It was a black coded character. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, but Derek Barry choosing to do that for Snatch Game. Again, it was different times. It's 2015. I will say things have definitely changed. I don't think Derek would do that now. But the fact that Derek walked on the drugs, like, I'm going to do this black <laughs> character and I will say it was a good impersonation Derek slapped that fucking bus driver wig on she started moving her neck and she's like could you show uh-uh. I was like oh okay <laughs> Derek you've been doing a character study <laughs> no yeah Derek decided Derek decided but it, it was not received well in the room so I mean I would say it was, it was a different time but at the time it wasn't that different because most folks in the room was like not this a lot of us right. were like, not this. Right. And those reactions to Derek Barry doing the show Can't Tell Brown, those were real reactions. Us <laughs> being like... <laughs> Did you tell him? I don't think I said anything to Derek. I was just kind of like, girl, do your thing. You do you, 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 do you, and I'm going to do me. I'm over here trying to pick between my three characters. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, is Kim the first one, I know the character, the fans will correct me if I'm wrong, is Kim the first person who did like a made up character like this, doing Kimmy Jong-un? Um, no, I don't, I, to be honest, I'm not sure. I was trying to I'm think, not, I can't sure. think of anyone else who's done that before. Well, she did it. Well, guess what, Monet, she did. No, she did a little bit of Raven Mimi on first? Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Also, you know who actually did do a black person was Thorgy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As if the dreadlocks were not enough. She's like, I really go. <laughs> she did. Okay, Thorgy was playing a black person. Don't you forget Michael Jackson was black. Oh, my God. Problematic when they Bitch, you forgot, too, for a second. No, I did not. I, I never forget forgot. Was, I get, didn't forget What makes black. you think I forgot Michael Jackson was black? What no, in this conversation makes you think? I did not think. I did not forget Michael Jackson was black. I forgot Thorgy was white. <laughs> That's what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, but, but, and I don't think there's anything wrong with imitating, with, with impersonating black people as a white person, as long as you're not doing blackface. Like, if you, like, there, like, there's this guy on TikTok who actually has a really great Eddie Murphy impersonation, but he's not like, 
Anyway, for like for example, I did Carol Channing. You know what I mean? I I, I, don't, I don't think what, what Thor did was actually problematic at all. Can I tell you for this is really quick for All Star Seven? I for the Dolly. I was you know how remember when I did my Grace Jones and I did white? I was I wanted mm-hmm. to paint as I wanted to do white face for her. No, what stopped you? I didn't have you enough scared. time because we did it right you after scared. the challenge. You were scared. <laughs> Say you were scared. <laughs> we did it right. Say so you scared of white people. Say you're afraid of white people. You're afraid of you're afraid of white people. You're afraid of upsetting your white fan base. We did it right as a challenge, and you know when you do when you do a challenge and you have to run, you have maybe forty five minutes, and there was no way I could have did all my makeup and did it again. I don't know. I've I seen Raja do some really different makeup between Raja the runway and O'Hara. And- no, Roger, the bitch who's dusting you on All Star Seven. That Roger, <laughs> Roger, the blueprint for your success. That Roger. Now, do you remember Roger? All of a sudden, did that help your little brain? <laughs> you are such a fucking troll. Roger, the one who got Violet taken off of Fashion Photo Review. That Roger. Wait, did she really? No, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm <just> <laughs> you know, you know they shut it down. Yeah, Roger got that shut down, honey. Never forget. Uh, Roger, who dusted you on the Kelly Clarkson show in that lip sync? Roger, let you have it. You are so. Did you did you beat Roger on the lip sync? She had those big eyebrows and it fucked you up. It was a competition, bitch. It was a competition. But if it was, when when there was a competition, bitch, I won. But when it was, Roger dusted you. (laughs) So yeah, we we were there for the we were there for the for the for the commencement speeches. We were all there for the commencement speeches, honey. Roger, let you have it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, nigga, yeah. It's like Thor, you let you have it in the snatch game, but we're gonna get to that. Um, so y'all are <laughs> in the snatch game, and I had to say off the bat, Betty looks horrible. The wig is horrible. Her makeup looks crazy. She looks Betty nothing looks... like Nancy Grace. Nothing <laughs> on her like Nancy is giving Grace. Nancy Grace, except the fact that she's wearing a blazer. The fact that she's wearing a blazer is the only thing giving Nancy Grace. I don't know so what that wig was supposed to be. <laughs> I have, I'm so shook. <laughs> and Nancy Grace is actually a very funny character to do. She's from Georgia, by yeah. the way. Um, she she oh was a public God. defender in Georgia. Um, Nancy Grace is a, such a funny character to do, so I just don't understand what went wrong. And like, I don't know actress. what Betty is like good at theater. I don't understand like what like, it was. Well, it was let's just a really let's bad go down the line one by one. Let's go down the line one by one instead of jumping around. Michael Jackson. So I thought that Thorgy did a pretty good job with Michael Jackson. Thorgy was very funny. I love that she, she her little attention to detail with the, like the band aids on her fingers, the yeah. um, the ha- the fact that she had a, bl- a little blanket doll there ready. That like good. that shit was really funny to me. And the way she goes, <laughs> and also and that thing Thorgy do the the the, the Thorgy like does that in real life. Like that is a, a tick Thorgy does. She's like. So it was like really easy for her to access that, but it was great. I thought her Michael Jackson was great. She looked the part too. And I'm intrigued by the notion of um, Kim saying that she's like Kimmy Jong Un because I don't I don't see any drag in this character at all. <laughs> like, where's the drag? Like, I mean, like she's like Kim Jong Un as a drag queen, but like this is just this is, is just Kim Jong Un. She, that's why she said Kimmy Jong Un. She at one point she goes, "There's two different things they said. At one point they said Kimmy Jong Un, the the like the dictator as a drag queen, and there's also where someone else said uh, Kim Jong Un's sister. So the story kind of just had like changed throughout the course of the thing. But at this right. point, I don't know why she didn't just say it was just straight up Kim Jong Un because it's just Kim. 
in the Kim Jong Un outfit. Yeah, I I was getting just Kim. I, I thought I thought I thought she was saying like Kim Jong Un's sister, Kimmy. That's what I thought. No, she was like, it was, two, it was I would tell you it was two things. When she first said it, it was Kim Jong Un as a drag queen, and then somewhere somewhere down the line, it became Kim Jong Un's sister. It was like two different. It was it was two different stories. And why does Kim look so short? Was she like sitting lower in her chairs, make us look tiny? Well, maybe, maybe, and maybe she's got her shoulders. I mean, maybe part of it is her head being hunched down like that the whole time. Maybe that seems like it would be really annoying. But, but it yeah, was a very thought, funny character, though. Yeah, I thought Kim was a funny character. I thought I, I thought I thought it was a, it was a, a, a good snatch game. Now, Miss Nancy Grace, um, we already talked about that. Acid look, just she just looks horrible. I don't know. She, do you know what she looks like? You remember in Mrs. Doubtfire when he's trying on the different wigs and he does the, 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 the Barbara Streisand? That's what she looks like. Honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> she looks like the Barbara Streisand Mrs. Doubtfire. So then um, Robbie Turner does Diana Vreeland, which after seeing a Rogers. good interpretation of <laughs> Diana Vreeland, I was like, this is... Because first of all, did you all... like? Diana Freeland fully has an accent. Like has a Diana yeah. Freeland has a full on <laughs> accent. She's French. And Robbie Turner just didn't even just chose just like oh, not to do the I voice. I am American, American. She's like <laughs> she was just an American accent, like no French anything. She pops a pill, RuPaul. She pops a pill. Yeah. Layla McQueen always says that. Layla McQueen would just we'll be sitting around. Layla McQueen would just randomly say she pops a pill, RuPaul. She also set herself up. She's like, you know, my sisters Benda Lacram and James Monsoon, they both won their snatch games. Like, I'm from Seattle. I'm gonna dominate it. So she set herself up for these like really high stakes that she could not fulfill. Yeah, this was this was a bad choice for so many reasons. She, she also. She maybe sort of kind of looks like Diana Vreeland, but then again, not to compare. Obviously, at the time, there was no Raja to compare it to. But man, man, (laughs) if only she had the foresight to know that Raja would crush it down the line, you know? And then I forgot to make this note when they do the critiques later. I don't know why it's so funny. Carson was like, you were trying to go for Nancy Grace. This is to Betty. But you look like a white Shaka Khan. I'm like, I don't even get Shaka Khan. But I just just think that it's so funny for whatever fucking reason. Anyway, um, Naomi Smalls as New York. She had such a strong start. When RuPaul said, New York in the motherfucking house. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And then it just. But she also looks nothing like New York. She has the tiniest titties, and she was obsessed <laughs> with this. She probably knew it was obsessed with the idea of like she's using her real hair in yes. the front. And the idea was she was like, it's gonna. It's, she, I think she was trying to say that she thinks that New York's wigs are bad, and she was trying to show that New York's wigs oh, were bad. Oh, I didn't get that. I thought she was just trying to give like realness, like real, like well, like like real, like lace, like Wamana. No, she was she was trying to insinuate that 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 New York has wigs are not blended nicely. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. I, but uh, Naomi just did a Naomi did a very bad job. This was this was not, I mean there and honestly, when she said clock and RuPaul was like a big clock. We love a big clock, and she was like, yeah, yeah, they're cool. I mean, I was like, girl, this is really an opportunity to volley back and forth with RuPaul, and you are just not taking it yeah. at all. Yeah, there's a made a few flavor flavor references, a joke about flavor of love. Yeah. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. 
I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Chi-Chi Devane is Eartha Kitt. I thought this was great. I thought she did. She had a strong stretch game. I agree. She did a very good job. And um, Betty did. Betty, Betty in true Betty form was just being like, oh, she never did that, bitch. And I was like, Betty I was like oh, because your Nancy Grace is crushing. Because your Nancy Grace is crushing right now. Yeah, Betty was definitely jealous of Chi-Chi, for sure, because she was doing really poorly. Betty didn't even have any joke. Anyway, yeah, Betty was did a really bad job, but uh, Chi-Chi she, she was, did great. She was, she was like, oh, because she's, oh, because that's what cats do. I was like, this bitch is mean. <laughs> when Chi-Chi put her leg up and started licking and cleaning stuff, I thought that was funny. I thought it was cute. I agree. And then hey, we have Derek Barry, who did a, did a very, Derek was very funny. Derek did a very good job. I'm very glad that Derek Barry chose Britney Spears. Yeah, it was good for her. And, you know, this is, this is for all the future people, just because Michelle says something on the runway, like, don't be scared to not ever do it. Like, this is a, if Derek would have not had done Britney Spears, and then maybe Shook and Tell would have been great too, uh, it, with all of his problems. But, like, she did the thing that she's good at, and she nailed it. Like, Michelle is not the arbiter of Drag Race. Michelle does not, uh, she's not the final say. She is one of the arbiters of Drag Race. Michelle is quite literally thing. one of the arbiters of Drag Race. RuPaul literally says, I can settle with the judges, but I don't give a fuck. This is my show. I, I'm going to make the yeah. final decision. But just make RuPaul, if you make with RuPaul the laugh, if you, if you make RuPaul laugh and you're strong with RuPaul, who gives a fuck? That's what, that is what your goal is. It's to make RuPaul fucking kiki kaka. I agree. But I'm just saying, RuPaul, Michelle is one of the adjudicators of RuPaul's Drag Race. Not um, and then we have uh, Bob the Drag Queen, who did uh, Uzo Aduba and Carol Channing, which I thought was very, honestly, great job. Gotta be I, honest. I, did, I, I, didn't think you, I think you did a great fucking job as Uzo and also as Carol Channing when you, when you did the switch. How long, how, <clears throat> how long did you take? Did it take for you to change? I mean, it didn't take any time at all. I just, I just took off my... Um, I had the. I think I feel like I may have had the turtleneck under. No, no, I must have not had the turtleneck underneath. 
No, I just took my shirt off. RuPaul, so RuPaul does this thing, which I did not know until I got there. RuPaul, I don't know if she does it all the time, but I don't know if she did. I can confirm she did it one time at least. RuPaul looked at us and said, all right, y'all, one last question. Make this one count. That's what she said to us. We, there's one question left. Make this one count. And I said, okay. So I, I, I snuck in the Carol Channing outfit underneath my my um my uniform my, my uniform i was like I, I really want to do this 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 look so i snuck it in i didn't i didn't ask anyone about this i never asked i was just like i'm doing this i'm gonna make this happen myself and when rupaul said one left i was like now's my chance to do it um i even still had the the uzo aduba gap in my teeth and, and like i had to like scratch it off like so when you did that where everyone was everyone like on set and like all the girl other girls watching like what the fuck is bob doing like how long how like how long did it take you was it like five seconds was maybe it five minutes Maybe, maybe like, maybe 15 seconds, maybe. And people were just watching you like, what is Bob doing? Probably. You know, I was, look, I was changing clothes. I wasn't looking at them. I was trying to get my, my costume on before. Luckily, I was at the very end. You know, RuPaul right. goes in. So y'all don't realize, RuPaul goes in, or every, every question is in order. They skip people each time. But every question goes from Michael Jackson all the way down to Uzo Aduba. So yeah. I happened to be in a very good spot. Uh, I, I really lucked out with where I was. And I switched out my clothes, and and then as soon as I switched, as I was writing my name, you see my name says uh, Carol Chan, and RuPaul uh-huh. goes, "Look who's joined us, Carol Channing's here." And then that's when I I, I cool. he was like, "Well, hello, good hello, RuPaul, uh, Ujo Abubu couldn't finish the episode, so I decided to step in." Um, and honestly, I'm very I, it worked out. Um, I was accused of showboating. Oh yeah, Michelle, because you're showboating. What, what 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 do you have to say to that, Bob? Well, I think that I I think that what I did this season worked out well for me, and I'm really glad I made the decisions I made. Do you think her. that Michelle had any validity in in her critique of your showboating? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Michelle was the first person to ever say anything like that to me. Um, but I didn't let it affect me in the show. Work. There you have you it, know. ladies and gentlemen. Michelle's not the arbiter of drag race, Monet. Actually, she is. She's one of the adjudicators, though. Um, and th- I think that we. I think this was. A, I actually think this was a pretty strong snatch game. It was overall. The only the only duds were Nancy Grace, New York, and Dan of Reeland. Everyone else was good. So only three out and of three out of eight ain't bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's those are great. It's a great odds. And uh, let's talk about so. Um, let's talk about oh we didn't have a brief discussion about Chanel Amon and Gigi Hadid they were such interesting snatch game guests because like they, there was a few things they didn't know mm-hmm. like they didn't they didn't know what a voguing was they had never heard of voguing really yeah they were like oh the vogues and then she was like there was a moment I can't remember what it was they were like voguing what do you mean vogue and then I think RuPaul was like, like on the cover, like I think I think someone said on the cover of a magazine because it's a line from the song Vogue. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then she goes, "Oh, you mean like?" <laughs> and then we were like, "Kind of, actually." I'm gonna Google. How old is Gigi Abella Hadid? Was there? They were Gigi. One of them was a teenager at the time. One of them was like 19 or 17 at the time. Chanel Iman. I think Chanel Iman is really. Or maybe it was Gigi. Gigi Hadid is 27. Gigi Hadid is 27 now, and Bob season was six years ago? Seven years ago. She was 20 so years old 20. at the time. And, she, and how old is, is Chanel Iman now, Jacob? We're getting our intel. What? 31. Oh, 
She's thirty-one. So she was. She was. About, she was about. She was twenty-five. She was twenty-four. So they were like twenty or nineteen, depending on when, what time of year she turns whatever age. You know, mm-hmm. it was. It was. Yeah, it was in the early young. early summer. Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty young. Yeah. Work. Oh my god. Me and Chanel are the same age. Work. Um. And then so, so we get to the runaway. This is one of the most infamous runaways. This, this is the first time it's happening. We have so many different looks. They were. It was a, the night of a, a night, the night or a night of a thousand Madonnas. Night and of a thousand Madonnas. The night of a thousand Madonnas. Um, it was just. It's just night of a thousand Madonnas. Not the night. Oh, just night, night of a thousand Madonnas. One night of a thousand Madonnas. Okay, go sure. No, night of a thousand Madonnas. Are you doing a thing? Continue. The night of a thousand Madonnas. What I said. We're saying different things. I'm saying Night of a Thousand Madonnas, and you're saying The Night of a Thousand Madonnas. They're... Oh, got it. Okay. Because there's, there's, there's a lot of parties. There's like a party in New York City a while back called Night of, Night of a Thousand Shares. But it's not the night. It's just Night of a Thousand Shares. Okay. So the, the runway this week was A Night of a Thousand Madonnas. And, um... <laughs> oh, my God. How do you... <laughs> you're ridiculous. Continue. And this is the infamous runway because y'all had kimono gate. So they all had to do obviously do Madonna looks, and four girls came with kimonos. Incorrect. Bitch, six girls came with kimonos. Two kimonos had already been eliminated. Who? Cynthia Fontaine and Nisha Lopez also had kimonos. Really? Yes. Wow. Six girls brought kimonos. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. That is really crazy. And the gag is six kimonos, and but no one. There was only one of her like really iconic looks, which was Chi Chi did a cone look. No one did like a virgin. No one did. Uh, I'm. Uh, no one did a uh, uh, Vogue. Like like I'm like those are like I like what like I, I can no one. I guess people thought other people would do that, so they so they went a, a crazy direction. Even you, like yours is you. Well, well, you know, let's 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 go to the looks one by one. So real quick, it, it, it was it was it was it ended up being nine thousand kimonos, and I think the reason I think what happened was when you're on drag, everyone's trying so hard to think out of the box. Instead, of, actually, I don't know. Maybe everyone is actually I don't know why. Maybe they're all literally just doing what they what their first inclination is. And by the way, Chi Chi's um, cone bra, she made that there. Chi Chi didn't have a Madonna look. Okay, wait. Well, let's let's go in order, bitch. So first of all, Michelle's actually kind of doing a Madonna look, which is which she looks great. Is. This is it's, it's very um, Madonna from the um, I think it's the Madame X store. Yeah, and I fucking I never forgot. RuPaul had this fully stoned burgundy chocolate stone gown, and it is bitch. It RuPaul looks great. I love this. I want this gown. It's very simple. This is giving black Marilyn Monroe. Well, I don't think it's supposed to be skin tone. I don't think RuPaul's dress is supposed to be skin. This is it's much darker than her skin, and I think Marilyn was supposed to mimic mimic. Yeah, a, yeah a not exactly, illusion. but the same thing, like a fully encrusted, simple dress. I yeah. think that uh, one of the uh, models, I don't know which I can't, I don't really know which one. Which one? Chanel anyway. Mon is the uh, black girl. Gigi Hadid is the white girl. You said the black girl and the black girl. Black girl. Chanel Mon is the black girl. Gigi Hadid is the white girl. So she wearing these inside out pants, and I'm like, I guess this is fashion. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's cute. Actually, I'm not into it. I'm like, this bitch is wearing inside out pants. Like, <laughs> honestly, I feel like sometimes fashion is just pranking us. Like, I feel like the fashion world is literally just pranking us, and it's like sometimes it's like they're just seeing what they can get away with and, and trick us into thinking it looks nice. This bitch is wearing inside out pants. I'm dead. <laughs> like, what is going on? Why these damn sketchers? Ew. Did Jacob um, just delete it? But, Jacob just deleted it. What? 
Jacob deleted. Jacob is he's like, Jacob is, is standing up for his not. girl. Who deleted it? Then? Bob deleted it. I didn't delete it. I just grabbed my phone. Well, it's deleted. Oh, there, oh, it's, it's back. It's, I, I pressed back. Jake, Jacob did it. No, no I, 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 I got it back. I pressed back. Maybe it wasn't me on accident. No. Okay. So um, let's start with the, but wait. Let's so real quick, are we? We're not. We are not about to talk about nine thousand Madonnas without my, talking about my fucking week with Madonna, bitch. We're not. Oh, yeah. We're not glossing. We're not glossing. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. We're not. We're That's not pulling the Monet. We're not pulling a Monet and guy control. <laughs> Gloss. <laughs> you are so ridiculous, bitch. I have that credit on my IMDb that I was in God control, bitch. You ain't getting no credit for this motherfucker show you this. Oh, let's get, let's get that is, you are absolutely wrong, bitch. I have a full-on creative credit, literal creative credit for helping Madonna create Where? her on IMDb? Prize. Let me see it. For, helping, for literally helping Madonna create her prize show. show. Show it. Where's the receipts? Where's the receipts? Penny. Where's Penny the receipts? Penny Carpo, Where's the receipts? Where's the fucking receipts, baby? Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean. Yeah, they're non-existent. Bitch, oh, bitch, your, your, your receipt is a, your, your, a Thanos Honey, snap on your Grace receipt. Kelly, is, is, is disintegrated. picture of the beauty queen. Monet, let's, let's talk right now. about your week with Madonna. So, I got a call when I was uh, uh, filming We're Here, being like, hey, Madonna's having a party in New York. She wants you to um, host the party. Like, just kind of be at the party and, like, just be in attendance. And I, and I was like, you know, I, I would love to. I can't do it, though, because of my schedule with We're Here. And I love Madonna, but I cannot do it. And they were like, well, she really wants you. And I said, I'll just ask if I, can, if I work something out. But the only way I will do it is if Madonna's there and I can get a picture with her. That's the only way I can do it. If Madonna's there, I can do it, get a picture with her. Um, and then they were like, um... Okay, well, well, okay. So I said they they can come back. I said, you know, it's a no. I literally does my schedule will not allow it. And then she was like, um, they were like, Madonna's not taking no for an answer. She wants you. And I was like, if it's just hosting a night, any drag queen can do this. Why does it have to be me? Mm-hmm. They're like, she wants you. Madonna wants you. She's asking for your phone number. Madonna wants your phone number. I said, well, you can give her a number, but I mean, I can't do the show. So I'm 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 now texting back and forth with Madonna. And then she's like about when we can talk. And then she calls me. Me and Madonna have a phone call. And then we started basically right before the phone call, the, my schedule shifts with we're here. We switch our schedule and I'm, I'm suddenly free. Yeah. So I was talking to Madonna on, on a, I realized that as I was talking to her, it was like a creative call. Like, oh, like, oh no, this, this, this is like, we're actually like planning a show. So I schedule it. I'm like, all right, I, I can do it. I can rehearse in LA and I rehearse in New York City. We rehearsed for a little bit over a week um, every day for about about a week and a half um hanging out with madonna literally every day for like a week and a half just kicking it with madonna miss chaconi honey me and miss chaconi hanging out they all call her m by the way m yeah, yeah we, we called her that on set for god control as well <laughs> you call her m that's all you because more than m she's out of your line of vision you're like m. <laughs> so so we we have so we're like anyway she loves me we were cackling together she like uh i, I bonded with her son david banda who's, who's if i ever if i ever have a kid i would like them to be like david Banda. it was really really cool uh really cool really cool kid he's like 16 years old uh he's, he was in the show too he was like he was like my sidekick in the show got it David Bender was, um, but then it was me, Balachowski. Madonna had six, like I think six kids. Work, did not know that. All I knew is Lourdes, yeah. or is it L- Lourdes? Is her daughter? Well, yeah, but her name, but she goes by Lola. Lola, 
Got it. And she and Lola's wow. the one who Michelle and and there are too many parallels between Michelle Visage and Madonna. Michelle Visage has a daughter named Lola. Bitch, you think it's a coincidence? Bitch, Michelle is modeling her life. Michelle fully named her child. <laughs> Probably named her because uh, I think I'm pretty sure Michelle's Lola is younger than Madonna's Lola. Yeah. Anyway, um, and so Lola recommend Lola was like, "Mom, I love Bob the Drag Queen," and that's why right. that's how it it was. Me, Violet Chashki, Laganja Estranja, Pixie Aventura, um, Jose Extravaganza, who's in, who's in the original Vogue video. Mm. Um, uh, Tokisha. Oh, work. Tokisha, Tokisha and I said Tokisha. I think it's a Tokisha. No, Tokisha and which I just spent a whole week with Tokisha and um and um Saucy Santana. Saucy. Uh, uh, uh he did. I saw he uh, he did um Material Girl. Yeah, and then Madonna like rewrote a verse to Material Girl. I love that. And like performed it with with Saucy. That's so great. That's really great. But it was, Madonna is a very hard worker. She, like, showed up to rehearse in full fucking drag, pumps, corset, all oh, of it. She's tiny, right? The bitch is small. You see Madonna? Because I mean, Madonna, she always has, has, she has like a big present, but she's small. She's not like freakishly small. She's about Kennedy's height. Right. But when you're in, when you and me are in big drag queen heels, that is tiny. Can Kennedy, when Kennedy and Patty next was Kennedy and Patty look like babies. They look like children. For someone who's assigned female at birth, she's she's about five three, which is not she's not she's not big, but she she is short, I guess. Especially when you compare her to to, to me. She's um, got a big old booty. But she's not as tall as like like uh what's her name from um Abbott Elementary. She's tiny, tiny. Ab uh, Quinta? Yeah, Quinta's like four ten. She's like tiny, tiny. She's a tiny lady. I remember. Anyway, um, so I had a great time, and um, I, I have a little vlog coming. Also, I made a little vlog. I'm gonna blame it on the social, the political climate. I made a little vlog with a preview of my music on the Patreon, and girl, it, it is getting dust. And I was like, I never get dust on the Patreon, but I got dust on. The, I was like, not me getting dust on the Patreon, girl. Did you? Let me <laughs> see a little. Girl, I am getting. Dust on the page. I was like, <laughs> I was like, not the patrons. Like, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame it on the political climate and everyone being stressed about. Um, I have posted a lot of stuff. I mean, I have been posting. I mean, from the beginning, posting tons of stuff on Patreon. But I was like, I have never. And I was like, I'm sharing my music with y'all, and I got like a little measly 27 comments. I was like, I posted pictures. I posted a picture of my thumb. Even 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 our, even our first post has about a hundred. This is crazy. Girl, even even when I post like a picture of like a fingernail. But I said I played my music for them. They said, "Nigga, don't play no music ever again. Stop doing music, nigga. Stop doing music right the fuck now." I was like, "Oh my, my feelings are hurt." Uh, but oh wait, so uh, so did you ask? We, you, can you text Madonna? See, she want to see. See, she'll be a guest on this episode about about the about the about the. the she already said no. She already uh, said no. Cause she cause she remembers you by name. At least we tried. She remembers. She she said what she said with Monet. Hmm. Well, you know what? I'll text Oprah. Oprah will come and do a be a guest. My homie. <laughs> you better work. All right, let's go down the line. Look at these looks. It is kimono gate. It is nine of a thousand kimonos. Um, Georgie had my favorite kimono. Really? 
Yes, I love the asymmetry of it. I love the I love how she tied it in the middle with that like red rope thing. I love the cutouts. Thorgy had my favorite kimono. Interesting. Also, I, it was the um, most like the one from that Madonna had in the in the in the thing. Like it looked the most like Madonna's. This is Domino Couture work, and and Domino. It was like a borrow. Like Domino, Domino was like she was like, "Can I get that kimono?" And Domino was like, "Yeah, here, girl." Yeah, Thorgy had my favorite kimono. Um, kimchi. I think Thorgy looks really good though. I think that she looks great. And I think that uh, I, the shoot that walk she was doing was very odd though. It was like I like I, it fit it fit the style. It, it was just it was just an odd choice of walking, like looking around really jerky. Um, I think Kim's kimono looks so good. I love Kim's kimono. I like Kim's, but it does, doesn't look like Madonna's from the things. So I was confused. Maybe it's just inspired. You know what I mean? But the thing was to do a Madonna look. Like that's like I, I like that's crazy. Like if if you did like a night of a thousand shares, and instead of doing like the black thing, you did like in like blue and like it's like that's not what the assignment was. It was to do a Madonna look. Drag him. Um, also, Kim's trying to get this bag for me. Kim, you know that massive coach bag I have. Mm-hmm. Kim wants that bag, and she's like, "And I'll trade Give you a bag." And I looked it up. Bitch, first of all, mind your fucking business. You give her your bag, bitch. But you don't want to talk about, I can get anything from Coach. Then, bitch, give her the bag. Why do you care? Okay, I've never said I can get anything from Coach. I've never said the words, I can get anything from Coach. What if I said the words, I can get, I can get anything from Coach? When have I ever said that? We'll wait. I know you trying to call Kennedy. She's not going to answer for you again, by the way. Kennedy, stay bl- ignoring your calls. <laughs> this nigga probably, probably getting dick. Oh, how the tables have turned. Please leave your message for. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Bob, you literally said to one of our friends, like, I, I don't want to uh, mess up your relationship with Coach. Like, just, just, just go on the website and, and tell me what you want. I'll get it for you. There's a difference between saying I can get you a Coach bag and I can get anything from Coach. I can get people Coach bags. I did not say I can get anything from Coach. I can't, like, reach back okay, and get archival Bob, pieces from okay, Coach. Okay, sure. But you, like, you literally said, go on the website. Get, just, tell me, just go on the website. Tell me what you want. I'll get it. That was you. And I, yeah, and I probably got it for them. I said I can get you things from Coach. I, I just I can get anything. I cannot go back and get archival pieces. This purse they gave me is archival. I cannot go back and tell them to open their vaults oh, and give me shit. Back. Patty, what did what did Bob say to you about about Coach, and when you wanted something? That he would get it for for me for free. Anything that you wanted, right? Which is anything. Thank you. That's all. Thank you, Patty. Okay, we're gonna reiterate. You even said anything from the website, bitch. Not archival pieces, nigga. You said you're, anything. You're, I just I, I sprinkled that in for your no, for your benefits. Monet, like you literally just account. said. I'm gonna show you why you're wrong. You literally just said go to the website and I can get you anything from the website. I did not say go back into the archives, get a 1978 purse. I did not say anything that coaches ever made. I said go to the website and I can get you something from there. Mm. Anyway, also I saw I saw one of your one of your arch nemesis at the airport today. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. 
<laughs> why is why is why is uh, she my arch nemesis? I think she confronted me at a day, at, at a cousin call party one time. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> confronted me at a Tajik Hall board. I said, this is wild. <laughs> this is wild. Okay. Anyway. The, the, the Kimono. Derek Berry is literally, first of all, it's a crazy, <laughs> it's like a completely different color. It has like fucking pictures on it. I mean, this is not the red Kimono. Like, it's just completely off the mark. I'm, I'm okay, whoa, 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 whoa. What? First of all, First of all, Derrick Berry's kimono looks amazing. That's one. Two, Madonna has probably worn like 20 different kimonos. You're thinking oh, of one kimono. Yes, Madonna has had like, Madonna had a whole kimono era. Okay, but the, well, 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 Drag Race, when each girl came out, they showed Madonna in that red kimono. Like that's what they, the, that's what the look they were going for. That's what I they kept were kind of, I think they were driving, I think they were driving a point home, but Madonna has, Madonna has worn a lot of kimonos. But anyway, side note, I think Derek's kimono looks really great. I think Derek was great. If it was, but I just thought it was going for that specific red one. I'm like, it's not even the same color. Um, how about, um, Naomi Smalls' kimono is not great. This is not it. Yeah, this is also just a bad. This is a crazy picture of Naomi. This, picture. well, these these are the pictures they. By the way, I mean, this is no shade to lady who's 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 taking our pictures, but like, these are the official pictures from Raw's Drag Race, and like, they did us dirty. Like, I cannot believe that they hired someone to take these photos, and they're not just from a phone. Like, do you remember the lady with the with the professional camera in Diana. front of the green screen? And I was like. I was like, these photos might as well just be taken on a phone. <laughs> no, they do right? it now. They do it on they just take it on the iPad now. Yeah, because because these pictures are just I mean, this is <laughs> I do not know this lady's normal work, but these pictures are <laughs> she was a very lovely lady. <laughs> she was a very lovely lady. She kinda looks like Meryl Streep. But these pictures are like you as a as a as a rude girl, you you are terrified at the notion of one of these pictures popping up on the internet. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Betty's looks great. The illusion of Betty's was so good. It was such a cool idea. Betty fucking nailed it. Yeah, Betty's is really, really cool. It, it really fucking great idea and just nailed it. Yeah, I agree. Completely yeah, agree. Yeah. Robert Turner also, uh, this is a this is a great idea. This is something that no one else thought about, and this is an iconic movie for Madonna. So this was great. Yeah, she's doing Leave with her own. And um, yeah, it's also a very great look. I agree. Uh, uh, Chichi Devane made this made this look in the workroom. She stoned a corset that they had, you know, they have that 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 bag of that box of corsets. Mm-hmm. She took a corset out, took some uh cardboard, wrapped some chains around it. Work. Also, she ended up cutting herself because like she ended up with like uh cuts across her chest from doing this too. Yeah, Chi uh, Chi showed up without a Madonna look, and then ended up that making one crazy. for herself there. And then she made herself this head, made herself this this um head, this like mask Work. or thing, and she did this whole thing there because I was like, girl, and I, and I, and I asked, she goes, she goes, I just didn't have time. I was, she, she had two jobs headed to Drag Race. Damn, Chi Chi better work. And then we have me, Papa Drag Queen, who's doing Madonna at the Glad Awards, and I really oh, love this look. Ever. I, at 
the time it wasn't obscure. Like at the time it was it was like a hot topic. Like Madonna had just done that Glad Award thing. Um maybe now, you know, seven, eight years later, seven years after Drag Race, and probably another three years after that. So now we're like ten years away from it, probably. I, I agree it's a little bit obscure, but at the time I think it was really relevant. Uh, I really was proud of the details I put on this, the the my, my scout number. I also had yeah, the those um, are really smart. I handpicked out where it said Boy, Boy Scout. This is an actual Boy Scout shirt from, that I got from Boy Scouts of America that used to be in the garment district. And I had to go in there and I picked it out. And then I dropped it off at an embroiderer's. And if you look close, it actually says RuPaul's Drag Race on the thing. Um, yeah, that's really smart. I, uh, I, I handpicked all these badges, put the rainbows in there. Um, e- even the little thing around my neck on the back, it actually... Uh, has a drag race emblem. I really went in on this on this thing. I was very proud I, of it. I love all that stuff. I this fucking wig. I hate this hair so much. It gives me it gives me hives. Everyone hated this wig, and I just this don't know why they hate it so much. You you still don't know why they hate it so much? Yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> Would you wear this wig so... today? Yeah. If Would I had you... if I had this wig, if I if, if I could find her, if I could find her, I would rustle her up. Give her a little shimmy, shimmy shake, <laughs> and then I would put it on my head, and, and I would win, and I would win another challenge. Henny, this wig gives me highs. I feel seasick looking at it. I feel no. I hate this wig so much. This is also the look that that person tattooed of you, and it, and you know what? The fucking spirit of this for that fucking wig. <laughs> so the reason why I wore this wig is because so this was a random wig I had. It was, it was a three tone wig. It was. It was blonde. It's so bad. It was blonde in the front. It was red in the middle, and it was brown on the bottom. Girl, and I and I and I wanted to be blonde because Madonna's blonde, but I don't really wear blonde wigs, and I think this may have been the only blonde wig I had at the time. Like solamente, bitch. You should have just took the one from 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 a uh, from from Bitch Perfect and tease that up oh. into something. Because girl. Anyway, I won this challenge, and I think I look nice. <laughs> so Bob was the winner of the challenge, which leaves um, Naomi Smalls and Acid Betty in the bottom. Um, how was it looks like right, in real I'm time? To get ready, but like I'm also trying to like. Um, I, 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 it was so long ago, but I I feel like oh real quick about the um before we no we're skipping over some stuff. What I want to say um. The, the, this episode has the famous image of Kim Chi doing this in the background oh, while yeah, Naomi is just safe. crushed. Naomi is like crushed and destroyed and Kim's like <laughs> um and this episode also has um uh one of my favorite moments where Robbie Turner goes punk took my voice away. Oh like, my Robbie, god, they're, yes. They're like Robbie, we didn't like your snatch game. She goes, "Yeah, well, because I lost my voice. They're like, no, bitch, we heard you. RuPaul was like, and no, we heard everything to do you it said. In the moment. She was like, she's like, yeah, I got, it. I, I lost my voice. And they were, and it was really a gag because it was weird because like normally you, you lose your voice the next day, but it was punk and then snatch game and then the third day. So it was the second day after, and she was like, I lost my voice the, on the second <laughs> day, I guess. And, and RuPaul called. RuPaul did not let it sleep. RuPaul was like, no, 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 we. Heard you. We just didn't like what we heard. We just weren't living. Yeah, but the gag was her trying to put the affectation. And she was like, "Yeah, I lost my voice. I lost my voice." I'm like, "Bitch, what?" Punk took my voice away. Um, 
And also, I, I won $7,000 in Lux DeVille bags. I want y'all to know something right now, but I, I really like Lux DeVille bags. I, I really did a line with them. But Lux DeVille bags aren't that expensive. So I didn't get like five like <laughs> bags. Bitch, they dropped off. I mean, the kind of boxes you move with, the big ones, five of those to my home. <laughs> Five of them. <laughs> I had so many fucking Lux DeVille bags. It was wild. I was and giving it, away Lux DeVille bags for a very long time. And this is one of my favorite moments. So when I, this is so Bob actually won, and then um, Purse First came out, and then I at, at at the show Queen, I did um I did my Bob the Drag Queen mix, one of our things, and Bob was in town. I was like, oh, so um, and you were do, around doing something. You're like, oh, I was like, come to Queen afterwards, so you can pop out, you can pop out in my number and give out purses. And then for so when Bob pops out, I don't think they registered who it was. So he was giving purses. So I have this video of Bob giving the purses. And trying to oh, but no. No one, no one wants a purse. And the video, you just see Bob going like, and then no one takes it. Bob just like, and then the couch. I need to find it so I can put this on the zone. I used to I watch like, here, bitch, here. <laughs> Take the purse, bitch. <laughs> So this is your second win. How were you feeling after your second win? Were you like, oh, I'm good. I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a front runner. I, I mean, if I'm being real, I always feel like a front runner. In fact, one of my um, moments that I had with, um, with uh, the the late great um, Jacqueline, um, when we were sitting down, she'd always ask me how I feel, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna win this. And she's like, Bob, you can't say that. You have to like. And she was like, I mean, you can say it if you really want, but I mean, it's, it's, she was like. She's like at no point were you feeling anything else. I was like, I don't know. I I think I'm doing really great. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna win this show. Work. Oh, rest in peace, Jacqueline. I think about Jacqueline very often, to be honest. Me too. I really love that lady. Me too. Um, and um, then that lip sync. I mean, Betty was trying to like pull off the birds and like trying to swing them around. And they oh, also they- too, Betty, Betty says something else when she when Betty finds she's the bottom. She goes, "I agree, this game sucks, but." I agree my Snatch Game sucks, but I think Snatch Game sucks. And I was like, can you just take your L and, like, keep walking? <laughs> I think Snatch Game sucks. <laughs> like, can you just say I didn't do a good job and keep it and keep it pushing? Why I got to be like, well, it sucks because this whole institution is shit. I live. Because during the mirror moment, she came, she expressed that she doesn't fit in anywhere. Like, she doesn't fit in in the New York City nightlife scene. Oh, yeah. She, was, she did. You know, and I also really love the, the point where Derry Berry just goes, Nancy, Grace is terrible. That's my, one of my favorite quotes in this episode. It's just Derry Berry going, Nancy, Grace is terrible. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, Betty was kind of like saying that she doesn't fit in anywhere and that she doesn't have like a lot of like, she doesn't get invited to a lot of stuff, but maybe it's, I don't know. <laughs> we saw, we saw a softer side of Betty. Not trying to kick her when she's down, but I was like, well, maybe it's you. Damn. <laughs> Honestly, we saw we saw a softer side of Betty. Um, Naomi looks so hot when she's going for a club. Naomi has such a hot body. <sighs> very sex great. on legs. Very very, very great body. Um, and I thought that the I th- I I really couldn't tell who won to be honest. I think that it could have probably gone either way. I do think that if if, if, if Ashley was going to start giving birth, uh, something should have came out of the body. You know what That's I mean? what I was thinking too. She was doing the whole thing. I think she should have pulled something out. She should have had a gag plan, knowing how bad she was. Should have put something in her hand, given birth to something. 
And you can see me crying very, very hard um, when Naomi comes back and when Asabetti leaves. This whole elimination just made me very emotional. I have never seen this side of you. Wow. Not Bob being emotional. I have never seen this. Anyway, Monet, Asabetti goes home. Naomi Smalls is saved. And um, we have... Uh, a few more episodes left. I think we have five five more episodes left. No, n- four more episodes left. Yeah. Until the grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 8. Are you team Robbie Turner? Are you team Chi Chi Devane? Are you team Thorgy Thor? Are you team Kim Chi? Are you team Bob the Drag Queen? Are you team... Derek Barry. Derek Barry. Wow. Not the Derek Barry erasure. Do you say any response? <laughs> Are you team Naomi Smalls? Damn, so many, so many people love. But if it was if it was season fourteen, RuPaul would just say, "Fuck it, let's go to the finale with, with all ninety all motherfuckers." <laughs> um, all right, Monet, I love you very, very much, and I love um, you too, we'll Bob Drag Queen. We'll see y'all all next week, and um, thank you all for joining us on this journey. I, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying. Uh, to quote some of you, forcing you all to watch season eight because Monet's on. All stars. Anyway, Bob is okay. Listen, we love you, and we'll support you in this. We this no shade here, baby. We love you, and we'll do this for you. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Bye. <laughs> wow. Goodbye. <laughs>